This is the To The Throne Podcast. My name is Dan Santana. And my name is Dakota King. Dakota King, what's up, bro? You know, just another day, another dollar. Another another dollar. Praise Where God. Where does that come from? Um, you know? <laughs> I don't, somewhere. All you these know, always, quotes come from something. I always think about this one. Happy as a clam. Where does that... Are clams happy? <laughs> I I don't hear that one often. I hear so, it real often. That's... Well, I don't know where... It, I mean, you're from the East Coast, I guess. I there's no clams in in the Midwest, so I just love clams. Uh, not me. That's gross. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone to the podcast. This is the last one of the year of 2022. Um, we've Can had, you believe uh, it? It's crazy. It's uh, I don't know. You know, you know. People say again. We're gonna say all the sayings, man. This year just flew by. It kind of did. It's wild. Um, yeah. But it was also long in many ways. Like. The month of July for me was the longest month in the history of the oh, world yeah. for me. So, you know, so it flew by, but then it was also like a halt, yeah. you know, in the middle of the years. But um, yeah, last episode, we're glad that you're here. Um, you know, and like I said on the, the previous uh, podcast, we're going to come back 2023 now, 2023, um, with new episodes and everything. A lot of new content and all the things that we're working on. So a lot of new stuff. Some yeah, big I'm stuff. excited. I'm excited for it. Um, but yeah, thank you for, to everyone that's you know been a part of this. Even if it's this is your first week of listening, we appreciate it. And if you've listened to every episode this year, we're really thankful. We appreciate that. Um, and we just wanted to continue the conversation um, that we were having in the last episode, which we talked about crushing. We talked about a crushing season you went through, and. Um, you know, we've all gone through crushing seasons, I would believe. Some are more intense than others. Yours is, yours is up there, you know? Um, yours is a rough one. And, uh, but I went through mine a few years before you went through yours. Um, definitely different, but there were some similarities to it. And um, as you and I have been talking about this, you know, we, we kind of realized that, you know, Jesus went through the cross and that was his crushing and it was obedience, everything we talked in the last episode. Um, but the one thing um, that made that all worthwhile, Jesus obeyed and went to the cross, and, and that, that gave us freedom, but it gave us freedom because of a resurrection. And so in this episode, we kind of want to just talk about resurrecting dead things, you know, and um, because that to me is the fruit, right, of our crushing, of things yeah. dying in our life. It's that God is a resurrecting God. And there are dreams, right? There are gifts and passions that we all have. And I think a lot of times, and, and I'm speaking, this is this is um, real-time Dan going through this stuff, you know? I think real-time Dakota too, right? Like, oh, yeah. this is us actually going through this right now and talking about, like, giving, giving us, giving a play-by-play of our life of a lot of dreams and things that have been, um, you know, that, that do get crushed um when you get crushed right yeah um, in ways like that gets it gets smashed and crushed um but god's a resurrecting god and and he did not leave jesus broken you know yeah. um when he was raised to life he he was raised whole you know and so i believe that when after we go through our crushing season that we actually are the things that we have the, the dreams um, the goals in our life, you know, a lot of times we, I mean, we almost see like they're impossible now. Um, but even this podcast, 
is a representation, right, of a dream that was given to Dakota, what now, six years ago? Yeah. Has it been? That's crazy. 2016. 16, so six years ago. Yeah. That God dropped to the throne on your heart, right? Yeah. In your spirit. And um, there was many seasons, and especially through that one, that to the throne was like not even a yeah. thought. It was a seed. Know? For sure. Um, but but what it could have did is it could have like not existed. So let's talk about – so you – we'll go a little bit more specific on your situation um, because we want to be authentic here. We want to actually talk about like, no, this is – this is what your life looked like. Yeah. Um, when you when you found out, right, that everything had happened, right, and um, at that point you moved out, kind of, right. You were kind of like in and out of your place, which yeah. was a weird situation. Um, and so you didn't really have like you had a home, but it really wasn't your home. Yeah. Right. I didn't really have a place to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have a place to live. I didn't really have a no, home anymore. It was no. gone. I mean, when you would go home, it was like a, a to watch yeah. your children, right? Yeah. And and of course, like, but there was it just didn't feel like home at yeah. that point, you know. Um, I'm sure it felt really really weird. And and I was here in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and you were there, and we talked like basically every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, f- and it's funny because like after you moved here and everything, I, w- we were talking one day. I'm like. Yeah, you were kind of homeless. Oh, I was. Like, yeah. When you think about it, it's like you really did not have yeah. a home. It was a lot of days where I woke up and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm sleeping tonight. Right. You know. And you had told me that, you know, and you slept yeah. on friends' couches and like in weird in your car houses and, and just yeah. like right, like stuff that it seems crazy. Yeah. Um, but when you go through that situation, it's not like you know your parents live on the East Coast. You can't just drive down the street and just no. oh, I'm gonna go stay at my parents' house. Yeah. You know. Um. And then it was also awkward with friends. There's just a lot of things that like, you know, so you were homeless, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that state, this is what's interesting, in that state of you going through that, and like, this was months, and you visited here, I think three times, right? In that span of, we'll say six months before you moved here. Yeah, three or four times. Three or four times, right? I remember you came with a friend, and like one of our, Nick, one of our friends, and like- you, you you visited, you were here on your birthday, I think, that mm-hmm. year as well, right? Yeah. Which was great. Um, but like, which was good for you. And I, you know, it, it got oh, yeah. you out of that situation and you needed it because we got a lot of like processing time together. Um, but yeah, you're pretty much homeless. Yeah. And what's interesting about To the Throne is To the Throne was like something that I was super excited about the first time I heard about it. When, the first time you started speaking about it, I was like, this is something, you know? And we were all supportive of you and wanted to see it happen. And you had, you know, there was things in the works and you had released a few tees, like long sleeves, and they were great. Um, but yeah, that that kind of like went to the side, right? Yeah. And if you've listened to this podcast, we've kind of talked about it. I think it's on what is TTT, right? Like we mm-hmm. kind of went into a little yeah, bit of the little bit there. Um, and, um, and it's funny because we probably needed to do a part two now because- TTT's more than yeah. what it was even when we started this podcast. So um but you you had that dream. It was kind of like crushed when you were crushed. And 
I couldn't imagine like having to have, you know, like, was that even in your thought? You know, was that, was Sealthorn even in your thought process at that time? Yeah. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. You know, when you go through something like that I've been through, I think that, um, there's there's a small part of you that is excited about the future, right? You know, the all the other parts are like, what is going on? <laughs> but there's a small part of you that's like, okay, well, this could be a new life. You know, this could be a fresh yeah. start. This could yeah. be a um, okay, like a god a god thing of him taking everything and making everything new. You know, right? And so um, it was one of the things that I cling to, and mm-hmm. one of the things that was inspiring to me, you know, f- coming out of my decision to move to Nashville to do all yeah. these things, to the throne was a central part of that because I knew it was something that God had planted inside of me and wanted to see fruit from and wanted to take further. Um, but it was, you know, it was one of the things that said that God was like, okay, like there's these things that I've planted inside of you, but until you just be obedient and um, walk this out, you're never going to see those things, you know? Right. And so it was It was in my thought process, but, you know, it was a seed at the time. It was a, uh, it was a, a very faint glimmer of light mm-hmm. at the end of a really dark tunnel. That's what it, right. that's what it was. And it was like, okay, I just got to keep, keep walking towards that light. See, you know, like I got to keep, keep going. And so, and now we're at the point today where it, you know, it's like, we're, it's still just the very beginning, you know what I mean? There's still just so many things, and I believe that 2023 is going to be an explosive year. Oh, yeah. Through all the things that I believe that God has said and done and, and things that we're planning, right? But um, to answer your question, it was a thought, but like I said, it was a little tiny light at the end of the tunnel. Of course. Yeah. And I think I think when you have dreams, yes, like, you know, again, it's not that they that – they go away or whatever. You just see them as, is this even possible? Or is this, right. even, you know what I mean? Um, and so this is the point that I'm trying to get to because, um, you know, many people out there are just like us, right? Creative. Even if you're not creative, you have dreams. You know, there's just things that we all have some, we all want something to look forward to and something to work towards. Yeah. Um, but when we have an assignment, right? Just like we talked about the last episode, it's now we are, like co-laboring with God in that, right? Yeah. And so it like he gives us a dream and and so now it's okay, this is your will, God. You yeah. know? This is actually what you want from me because you gave it to me. Oh yeah. For me to do, right? So he dropped to the throne. It wasn't just a cool idea. It was something that was more because it was inspired by the Lord, right? Yeah. Um and so now looking at that time you and I started talking, and and um, it was probably July. I want to say June, July. So this was months already um, of you, like you know, basically being homeless and bouncing around. You had been here a few times. You had some ideas for other businesses, which is interesting. I did, and um, yeah, and so we won't say what they are because they may still happen one day. But um, you had some other ideas. But it was just it, it was just funny because you had done a lot of work and and it, it started trying to build something else, and to me I always felt like well what's the thing that God already had right. said you know yeah. not not what's the the thing you can manufacture now right which again is a good idea and, uh, and we'll say this saying there's good ideas and there's God ideas right there okay. is 
But there is God ideas. And right. so you had a good idea, but I was like, but cool, but what's the God idea for your life? Yeah. And we started talking, and that started getting rekindled again. And um, you went out and Facebook Marketplace, I believe, and you found uh, a press, right? Yeah. Um, a screen printing um, machine. And um, so you can screen print uh, a To The Throne shirt. You yeah. know, I had a great idea. And it was an idea you had months before. I mean, six, I, eight I, months before. I think it was probably a year before. It was like Maybe. And I, I remember seeing it. You sent it to me. I was like, that's dope. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of sat there. Yeah. And of course, your life was going through things. So, you know. But I super encouraged you because you had you had already decided you were going to move here. You know, you said, I'm going to listen to the Lord. The Lord's given me signs. Like, he gave you so many signs that were like, mm-hmm. yes, confirmations, right? Yeah. Yes, go. Um, he had already told you before, and and even through all this, it was just still confirmation. So you plan on moving. I remember you still didn't have a job <laughs> lined up, um, you know, which was wild. And um, But we had started talking, and I started encouraging you, like, okay, well, let this let this tea happen, you know, let yeah. this release happen. Do what you can while you can. And, um, you know, you had, you still lived in a place for a few days, you know, like four days on, four days off, whatever it was. Yep. And so you still had time. There was still like opportunity to, okay, well, what can I do in this, in this time? And this is something we didn't uh, mention uh, on like recently, but we've said this before. You actually lost your job as well through 2020, yeah. which a lot of people did too. Yeah. So you lost your job. Um, and you lost your marriage, and you know, so like lost it all. Yeah. So it was like, wow. Um, even car situation was interesting. Yeah. Like all the things you guys had one car, but it kind of you know, she kind of absconded it, you know, and and it's whatever. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like there is, there's all these elements in in your life that were challenges, but in the midst of it, I'm like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what obedience looks like, you know? Yeah. And actually try to do it. So you did it. Like you put up some content, it was great. You made these teas that were amazing. It was the first iteration of the banner tea, yeah. And um, you know, amazing. And um, what's interesting about that, and I told you this I, maybe last year at some point, but you know, you didn't get a job until you did that tea. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, you didn't you didn't move here until that tea was actually released, and it was it's just interesting that. The reason why, even when you came and there there was hardship, which we talked about in the last episode, but there was also a lot of favor in that in that season for you that God yeah. provided. Um, it was because you were in obedience. Yeah. And so um, I just want to encourage people out there that are listening that have these dreams and have these desires and have gone through a crushing season. Don't let the thing that God has actually told you to do go to the wayside. Yeah. Um, the temptation for you, and we talked about this back then, but the temptation for you was to build another business and to work on this other thing. And um, it's interesting. What would the fruit of that be like right now? You know, what would yeah. that actually look like if that right. that's what you did and To the Throne wasn't what you actually put um, your energy to? And what's interesting about the To the Throne shirt is that we're not even, we're not a brand or anything, you know? Yeah. Um, we are a ministry that has merch, you know, right now. Yeah. Back then, it looked different, but just thinking about that, like, what would that business even be now, right? Right. It probably, who knows what it would be, but it would be fruitful. I've got no idea. Because God actually blessed the thing 
yeah. that he told you to do, you know? Yeah. So um, I just want to encourage everybody that Dakota's life is super inspiring because you see where he's at now and he's, you know, art director from NAF City and all this stuff, which is amazing. Um, you know, we're, we were talking about upcoming, you know, things that, that they're planning and doing and stuff. And it's like, man, it's, it's just amazing to be a part of like, um, you know, a, a movement, I guess you can say, right. That's impacting a lot of people around the world. Um, and you're a part of it now. It's wild. Your hand is touching this stuff. It's amazing, you know, so, but it didn't happen just cause you're real good or, you know, just cause you fell backwards into it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it happened because you actually follow through with what the Lord said to do. Yeah. In the midst, in the midst of hardship, in the yeah. midst of, of, you know, hurt and crushing. Um, so, yeah, like, even for me right now, you know, there's, there's that element, too, that I have to be inspired by your life and what God's doing because I'm like, okay, I can't let the things that God has told me to do, yeah. um, you know, go by the wayside. So what, what, what are the few things that you would encourage people because you really— um, these last couple of episodes have really been focused and surrounded about your story. What are the few lessons, I guess, that you've learned um, over the past two, three years, I guess, um, to get you to where you're at right now? Because people will look at you and be like, man, I wish I could be in that position, for real. Um, but what lessons would you give them? I'm in the hot seat now, again, two episodes in a row. Um <laughs> Here's, I don't know. Here's what I'll say. I, I, I feel like uh, I feel like God wants to and is moving a shift. Or he's doing it. He's doing a shift in a lot of people. And we even talked about it before we started this podcast. Where you know, I think that there's a lot of people out there that God's trying to put in the right places. Yeah. Because next year, I think it's just going to be a real explosive year. Um. You know, I've said it before that I think next year is just going to be a year of momentum, and I think that. The great thing about momentum is it can go two different ways. You you know you can have momentum in a uh, negative direction, but you can also right. have momentum in a positive direction. And so, um, momentum is just like the 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 force you know that just spirals down, you know, or it spirals up, which, whichever it goes, whichever way it goes, you know, it's just the the compounded energy that is, you know just continually moving and it just continually gets greater and greater and greater but but it doesn't matter which direction it is it just that's the way momentum works so i think that god is setting up some people into in different places um to really go into next year and say okay um we have to as christians as people who um you know, walk with Jesus, I think we have to really look at our lives and say, okay, we have to get everything in our lives centered around what the Lord has asked of us and, and the, what, what He's asked us to do, who He's asked us to be. Um, and I think that there's just no more time to waste to, to not, you know, just not just go completely all in. And that's something we've been talking about lately, just being all yeah. in, right? And so I think that that is... Um, the most inspiring thing is if you've gone through a crushing season, season, anyone who's listening, if you've been crushed or things have been taken from you or, um, you know, just life has just not really looked like you yeah. thought it would, I would encourage you to just go back and just sit in the perspective that l- the Lord has you in because 
you know, the Lord puts a, a, everyone in the place with everything that all the tools that we need. You know, He puts us in the places that that we are, and so I would encourage everyone to look at it and say, "Okay, Lord, how are you setting, you know, the rest of this year up for next year, and what are the things that I need to lean into to really invest into my calling, the things that you've asked me to do?" And so um, you look at that, and you just look at, you know, there's always a resurrection. You know, there always can be a resurrection after a death. You know, I think. Yeah. I love the quote from Dark Knight, which we love, you know? The night is darkest just before the dawn, right? That's it, yeah. We love that, right? And so I think that, you know, life for me lately has not looked dark at all. It's looked extremely bright. And I think, you know, that's just, um, you know, that's just, it's just a sweet season for me. But I think, I, I just really can't stress this enough that now is the time to look at your life and say, Lord, I'm surrendering everything to it. What, what, um, you know, because we've talked about crushing. We talked about crushing last episode, right? And crushing in the Bible refers to um, like oil, right? Yeah. We know that. And, um, you know, you look at oil and wine, right? Like you crush the grapes, you crush the olives, and it pours out oil and, you know, the wine and new wine and new wineskins, all the stuff, right? Um, but I think we have to look at, okay, what type of oil or wine is being crushed and flowing from the the crushing season of my life? You know, because oil, and everyone knows, I guess some people don't know, but I'm a cooking guy. I'm a food guy. And so, you. but here's the thing, like olive oil, you don't want to put on everything. And you don't use olive oil to cook, you know, everything. Like you use it for some stuff. And you know, right. wine doesn't belong with every meal, and wine doesn't belong in every dish, you know? And so I think, um, and I don't know why this is where I'm going with this, but look at the oil and look at the anointing that's come from your crushing, your hard season, your disappointment, your, you know, um, the the ashes of your life, you know, because I think everyone's got stuff that's burned down, you know, in the last few years. But look at the type of oil and look at the flavor of it and look at the color of it and look at where it belongs and see, okay, Lord, what, where does this belong? You know, what, yeah. what, what ingredients are, have you surrounded in my life to pair with this crushing, this anointing to create something that's unique going into next year? And I think that that's just what God wants to do. And so um, I don't know of any specific life lessons I've learned other than you just have to surrender and recognize who you are in in Christ, you know? Like, um, Jesus, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, my identity is in Christ, right? Um, but actually, Jesus is our identity. Like, yeah. when God looks at me, he sees Jesus because of the sacrifice, you know? And so, um, the resurrection, this is something, you know, like, after the sacrifice and after Jesus died, right, the resurrection just wasn't for a great story. It just wasn't right. for the sake of, um, you know, people being healed in that day or people being free or people being recognizing even the Son of God. But the fruit of that was on my life 2,000 years later to yeah. recognize, okay, like I can be healed and whole and I can go to the throne because of what Jesus did because he's my high priest, you know? And so I think let's look at that and look at the destruction and the crushing in our lives and let's say, okay, 
what type of fruit is on it? You know, what does it look like? Because it can compound and a hundred years from now, something that you do and um, that you lean into, something that you just are obedient in your calling, something that you sacrifice for and lean into what God is saying and telling you to do, it could impact someone a hundred years from now and you would never even know that, but that's how the Lord works. And so that's it. I think that's our obedience is not for us, right? No, it's not for us. And so it's, I think we just we will we will reap fruits and stuff, but like yeah. we're really doing it for others, yeah, for sure. That's it. So I Good. think we just have to lean into that, say, Lord, what do you want to use this for? Right. Because in that crushing season, you know, I think I believe a lot of it, you know, the majority of it was God saying, Okay, Dakota, like you're gonna walk through this, but out of it you're gonna be much wiser. And you're yeah. going to be much, much more mature, and you're going to be much more anointed. And um, I'm going to, you know, reap this fruit in your life because you went through this crushing. And so, I think we just have to look at it like that. And, and even this is something else I'll say. And I'll just, this is just stuff just coming to me. But like, God is the the only one who can really backdate stuff in our lives, you know. And so if there's a, but I say like. If there's a crushing that happened 10 years ago in your life, the Lord can still use that and still bring the fruit from that, you know? Oh, yeah. And He can still bring resurrection and freedom from that, even if it was 10 years ago, even if it was, you know, when you were three years old and something happened with your parents or something happened to you. And, you know, like, I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I think that the Lord can backdate all that, and He works all things together for the good of those that love Him and are called according to His purpose in Christ Jesus. That's it. So I think we just have to look at all the crushing in our lives and um, change your perspective and realize that there's oil that comes from it, yeah. and and it's a specific type of oil. Because now, you've never been through a divorce, and you've never walked through infidelity you know, in, in a marriage, and yeah. I think that... Um, there's a specific anointing on your life and on my life to be able to speak into problems. And I think that that is, you know, that's just the power of anointing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I believe that, you know, from from our hardest things and hardest seasons, Lord, the Lord can really bring a special anointing to speak into oh, other yeah. other people's lives in that same area. So oh, I, can, I can speak into someone's life who's walked through that, like in a way that no one you know, people who haven't walked through that can't, you know? Yep. And so I think we have to look at that and realize the gravity and the the beauty and the, the value and be thankful for our trials, you know, because, yeah. um, you know, it's like, it's Galatians, you know, it's like when I'm weak, <laughs> you know, yeah. then, then I am strong because, you know, in um, my weakness, his strength is is made perfect, you know, and so I think yeah. we just have to be thankful for the things we go through. Be thankful for the crushing because it produces new wine and new oil. So very true. I, I'll give a few things, and then you can close this out. But um, here's what I would say: my encouragement is um, to stop flirting with obedience. Ooh. Stop flirting with obedience. Stop flirting with the gifts and the callings that you have in your life. Um, let 2020 three be a year of commitment. Like I'm not flirting, I'm committed, you know? That's good. And a lot of us want to flirt with those things. Um, A lot of us do flirt with those things uh, because of the crushing that happens in our life, because of, there's a lot of things that, you know, um, that get in our way. 
But this is a, a year that we want to make it to where we are fully committed into what he's told us to do. Yeah. And it's until you stop flirting with the ideal and having it just be a dream in your head, right? And actually let the thing be real and yeah. follow through. That's when favor happened. That's when, you know, God can actually move with that. And and so stop flirting with that in, oh, yeah. in your life. Um, be This is a year of commitment and uh, every year should be that for sure. Um, but I just do think it's a, it's a remembrance to say, hey, you know, from now on, be fully committed. You know, we're not, you and I are not inspired by people that aren't fully committed to the, what they're called to do. Yeah. We're not. And that's not just you and I, that's most people. Most people are not inspired by others that aren't fully committed to what they're supposed to do. Yeah. The reason why we have great art, the reason why we have great music is somebody who is fully committed into what they're wanted to do, what they're called to do, what they're created to do. Yep. And so that's what God wants from us is that full commitment to be like, no matter what it is, be fully in, right? Um, In in whatever season you're in, be fully into that. So that's number one. And lastly, I do think, because again, James 4.10 is such a big verse for my life, which is humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. I think many times what gets in our way um, is pride and pride shows itself in a plethora of ways, right? Um, but we saw, you sent me a post today, which I thought was great, um, from Chris Durso and it was super bold, which we love, you know, boldness and people actually speaking what we feel, right. And, and they have a platform to carry those words. And so he, he said what, that, um, there was going to be a revival. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was the, what was the revival? The revival will be called the great humbling. The great humbling, which... Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Gung, gung. <laughs> and you know, he's a lead pastor. And so we've seen a lot of lead pastors go through um humbling seasons as we call it, right? Yeah. Um and, and and it's because, you know, the thing that God has told them to do wasn't they weren't committed to it fully. Yeah. They started flirting with other stuff and or yeah. other people, you know? And um we have to be fully committed and and this there is gonna be a humbling season coming, right? And I've said this a million times. I'll say it a million and one times. You can either be humble or be humbled. It's two choices. Either way, humility is going to happen, right? Yeah. Um, the Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Not might or maybe if they decide to. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he's Lord. And so that is meaning I have to humble myself and, and yeah. acknowledge you know, who he is. And so for all of us, we need to be humble, right? Um, And actually acknowledge what God has told us to do and say, okay, I'm going to be humble enough because you have to have humility in you to obey. Yeah. If you're prideful, prideful people don't obey. They disobey, right? They do what they want because they know better. People who carry humility can obey because they understand it's not about me. It's not my will. It's your will. That's it. So that's my encouragement is let's stop flirting with things that God has told us to do and just commit and let's be humble in the process. You Oof. know, not because as we grow, because we will, guess what? Humble yourself for the Lord. He will lift you up. Yes. It's constantly be humble because we have that um, thought of, well, maybe I need to lift myself up now, you know? Yeah. And so you and I are totally against that, of course. Like that's, 
that's we don't like that spirit. We're like, no, let no. God just lift us up. Let him be the one that's a promoter. Yeah. Let him be the one that that puts us in the place he wants us. So yeah. Um that's it, man. That's all I got. I like it. I'm gonna close it out like this. Yeah. And to bring it all together because being humble is it's it's what you have to do in life, like you said. But I said I had mentioned Galatians because my mind was in a different place. But okay. I think this is perfect. Second Corinthians twelve. Paul gets done talking about the wonderful things that God has shown him, and he goes yeah. into it, and he says, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, mm-hmm. a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away, Whoa. and each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness, so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. Mm -hmm. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So let's lean into the crushing. And that's a word right there. Let's lean into the crushing. Let's lead into the humility. And let's recognize that there's oil of anointing that comes from it. Do Do not flirt with obedience because... That'll get you nowhere. Anyways, that'll get you spit out from, <laughs> you know, anyways, that's, praise God. Thank you guys for listening. That's a great way to end it. <laughs> and um, we we just hope that, um, you know, we had mentioned we're taking a little bit of a break to plan, to prep, to rest, to spend time with family, spend time with the Lord, um, and to prepare for next year because next year is going to be a big year for a lot of different things. And um, we're, we are so excited to talk about it, so excited to um, reveal some stuff, and um, it's just going to be good. So, But we pray for that, um, for every single other person listening, um, that the rest of the year would just be restful and fruitful, and um, that God would give you visions and dreams um, for 2023, because it's going to be good. It's going to be a, a great revival of humility and momentum and, um, and obedience, and so it's going to be great. And uh, we will we will see you guys and speak to you guys in the new year. And we're super excited about it. So as always, thank you for going to the throne with us this year. Peace out. Later. <laughs>